I'm here today with uh, Chrissy George and she went to Belize uh, for two and a half years in 2001 um, as a volunteer for QSO VSL. Um, Chrissy, could you introduce yourself? Could you just say like your profession, your age, where you come from and where you live today? I'm a retired social worker. I will be turning 67 this year. I had worked in, uh, mainly in mental health area uh, as a social worker and, uh, and mostly with children and families. Uh, I've been, I went to Belize in 2001, when I came back in 2003, um, I decided to retire from a paid job. We already talked a bit about the project, you said you went there as a social worker and that your job initially was to train people um, as social workers and you said that there, were a lot, that there were a lot of challenges which I found really interesting. Can you just say that again, like the things you had to struggle with? Yeah, I was sent to a small community where there was only one office, uh, social services or child protection agency, and there were four staff there. Um, so I was supposed to train them. Um, there was a senior worker who was in charge of that, and then an intake worker, youth worker, and a, work, a woman now working with women's issues. So that, that was the staff. Um, however, I was not, uh, the ministry was divided in a way that I was supposed to train only two of the four. Um, so when I tried to set up uh, the way to introduce to them in terms of child protection or setting up files and how do you interview basic social skills, both of them uh, showed up a lot of resistance or uh, uh, what they was telling me, one is a police officer who got training in the police area and the other was a um, woman with uh, no background in terms of she uh, was just a community person with I don't think she had even finished high school and uh, so it, you know, I was going to, to teach them some of the ways of doing social work and um, but uh, their opinion was they have been doing this all these years. Thank you very much. And so I, I had to pull back a bit and uh, then um, uh, learned that um, uh, there's a whole need of setting up foster care system. The children were put in some homes, but they were never taken back to the court system or they were never returned to the families and the families didn't know the rights uh, that they can go back to court and so that kind of information was not there. So there was a group of women, community women, were trying to establish more uh, foster care systems. So I decided to join in that group um, and then uh, work with that group and work with some of the other community members. and. Um, so I was kind of trying to get through the back door to see whether I can do some work. And uh, so I tried, I did that in uh, for about a year. And then another opportunity came for me because um, in, in the Belize city, they, they had a university with the social work program and they were looking for field placement supervisors and, um, and also uh, professors to teach them. 
and so I ended up in making uh, agreement with the the school of social work uh, uh, to teach there, and also to establish a social work department at the local hospital. Um, that's a major hospital in Belize, um, uh, starting with the pediatric uh, ward and then expanding into the other wards and training one social worker there to work in the hospital. Um, and I, sorry. Besides like all the challenges we were talking about and uh, like all the uh, changes uh, you had to deal with, like how do you feel or do you feel that your work made a difference for people there? I, I hope so, but I also I had feedback from, uh, especially from the students, uh, um, and also from uh, the doctor, the pediatrician I worked with, and the director of the hospital that where I worked. In fact, he offered me a job, <laughs> saying that uh, he will hire me to to stay on. Um, and so, you know, they, they, it was quite obvious that uh, uh, they had lots of changes, especially in the hospital pediatric ward, there were lots of ch uh, children dying. Uh, some or most of them were dying of AIDS, uh, but it is still very stigmatized. And nobody talked about it. And, and that was the hardest uh, uh, you know, job I felt I was doing because uh, it was a big secrecy around it, but also these children were dying, which meant the parents are already, you know, have contracted um, uh, or they're HIV positive or have AIDS, but nobody was willing to talk about it or deal with it. And um, so, so that's one major change I mm -hmm. thought. Uh, uh, that I was able to help them through that process. And um, uh, and so I think that's why the doctors were quite happy. In fact, the doctor told me that uh, since you came on board, I can go home and I can sleep well, you know, just because uh, uh, he, he was so upset about all of these children coming in, but no help given to the families and, mm -hmm. uh, and how did to the you, child. How did you do that? Like, how did you help the family um, families to get through this? what was part of your job? Uh, so, you know, my background is in counseling and, you know, also um, uh, I've done community work also, so it, it, it is even to get enough uh, money or uh, for food and medication and, you know, I mean, that's a basic part of it. And also the relationship or the, especially in certain communities, the they have multiple partners. I, I shouldn't say multiple partners at the time, same time. I mean, uh, they go from one relationship to the other, and um, and it's uh, so even tracing who has uh, been contacted by you know whom. I mean, it's a, it's a several people that you have to trace back, and of course everybody's denying, everybody is uh, uh, d blaming each other or other people and. And so to walk through all that, and of course then the child is dying, and so you know losing a child or possibility of other children, and and uh, and facing that kind of grief, grief grieving process, and uh, so you know I, I I was able to do all of that, and also the stigma even at the staff level, like some of the people who had 
aides and you know the nursing staff and they were not happy in terms of dealing with uh, all of these issues too and so there were there were issues around staffing or their own uh, fear and um, lack of knowledge and, and so I was able to do education counseling um, uh, helping you know groups to uh, to deal with the the issues around or the families and you know so it opens up but I, anyway I, I, I don't know whether I'm making it clear no no it was, okay. it was great <laughs> made it perfectly clear um, is there a, a person or in an event or a moment um, that made like such a huge impression on you that when you think back to your time in Belize it just pops into your mind Take uh, you want me to cry? It's fascinating. I get uh, quite emotional about it. Um, you know, it has been years. Um, now, what, seven years going on to be seven? Um, you know, the dealing with death and dying, and that part of it, especially a child dying. And, um, and I went to a funeral, and this family, I couldn't believe the father got up to in the middle of the funeral, um, the service. He got up and thanked me for, you know, getting them, giving them strength. Uh, to go through that. I was so touched and I thought I was doing my work, you know, and uh, but how important it was for them that I was there for them through that hard time. Mm -hmm. I mean, that kind of, I mean, it's a little thing, but you know, to me that was so touching that uh, he did that. And, uh, and so so the, I mean that's the kind of stuff come to my mind, uh, or or students. Um, in a <laughs> um, funny way, uh, they had a party for me when I was leaving, and I'm very strict when it comes to teaching and expectations and uh, all of that. Uh, and they had tough time with me because I would say this is expected you and you have to meet those uh, standards and you know and they were saying they uh, they did not like it because she, they knew other students were getting away with less work while they couldn't do it with me so they were not happy with me while they were going through it but at the end uh, at the party they were saying at the end when they look back and how much they learned and also they all got at the final exam because they had to write what they have learned from their experience and, and put it into theory into practice uh, practice into theory and uh, and they all got high grades uh, and so and so they were saying even though we hated you through the period we thank you for I mean and in fact one student said to me uh, please don't leave us you know and so I mean let so that's another part I thought I mean there are there are different uh, 
situations where people were very open about it, uh, about saying how much they appreciated, you know, the kind of work. You told me that um, um, Belize was your only time you went for QSOVSO, but that you went to um, other places before, like you, you were teaching in India, you volunteered in, in Fiji, um, and you also told me you just came back from Bangladesh a month ago teaching in a nursing program. Like when you look back, like and like just as, like look back at the recent experience and all the experiences before that. Um, how do you feel that influenced you as a person and and you like in your professional life? How do you feel that influenced you? In a professional life, I think I am. Um, I was able to work with a variety of people who in Canada itself, so it, it gave me an opportunity to open up different cultures, different uh, ways of living, and um, uh, and also uh, taught me about myself uh, more, as I was saying earlier, is that when you're living in some other country, uh, you're, you're the foreigner, and um, uh, For example, I, I've been um, involved in a lot of multicultural anti-racism activities in Canada, but when you go to other places where well, you are the privileged and uh, when you are the, the one may have the racist attitude. So when you come back to Canada, you have come back uh, hopefully a better person. And so you are coming back with uh, better skills in um, working with uh, different cultural groups, uh, with a different ethnic background, with a different linguistic, uh, uh, you know, background. Because you you're also struggling in some countries. You also do not speak the language, and uh, and I had to learn Spanish, for example. I went to Guatemala and uh, had an immersion program because. Close to 50% of the people in Belize could speak uh, uh, Spanish or some other language. Garifuna, uh, I mean, there are so many different languages even in a small country. So, so you, you can see how people get lost here when they come from another country. Also, you know, so you, you become a better person. Or I mean, I think that's what I would say. Yeah. Thank you so much, Chrissy, for sharing your memories and your thoughts. That was great, very interesting. Awesome. Oh, you're welcome. Thank Thanks. you.